Hello guys and welcome to the podcast. This week is going to be probably a little shorter than usual. Ooh, said the actress to the bishop and also just in audio format. There will be no video podcast over on YouTube this week because unfortunately the snake rat um, has died. He died on the day we were due to record and he messaged me and he said, listen Dave, I've died so I'll not be able to help you record the podcast this week. And I said, listen, you do you. Hopefully you'll not be dead next week and we can get back to it again. But in all seriousness, though, he has had a bit of a family um, situation, which, I mean, that's life. You know, families, kids, pains in the arse at the best of times. So I respect that he had to go and take care of some business. Hopefully he'll be back to normal as of next week. But... We had a difficult situation in that I was left to decide, do I just not do a podcast or do I just do an audio podcast? And I thought it would be better to have something, wouldn't it? Just have another episode of the of the People's Podcast, the Sly Guy Podcast, and just um, do it via this. So here we are. We're recording this podcast this week at home, um, like, like the good... The good old, I nearly said like the good old COVID days. Like the good old COVID days, I am recording a podcast in my dining room. And actually like the good, seriously good old days, back in the day of Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast, I have a a, a four-legged companion with me. The big dog, Vinny, is is in the house with me. And Vinny, hey, he may may very well be eating wires. No, just paper. I don't know what that is. It looks like it is some kind of, I don't know, it's like a receipt or something that's my wife's. So let's hope whatever clothes she's bought her fits because she's keeping them. (laughs) But yes, he's back in with me. I'm in the dining room and I just thought, honestly, last minute, I recorded, this is actually being recorded on Wednesday evening. Podcast comes out on Thursday morning and I just thought you know what I don't want to miss a week regardless we can do this and you know it going forward if things should happen with a snake rat where he can't do the podcast or I can't get to the studio I can just do an audio I think people enjoy listening to the podcast that side of things and I mean it's no different to what I do really on the Patreon you know every every Monday you get a bonus podcast that I have done in this very room now you do get a video with that but I just thought it's not as good a quality the video as it is in the studio obviously so I thought I'm not going to put an actual episode up like that because it's also a wee bit sort of like you said sexual I meant person I meant personal it's also a wee bit sexual over there on if you subscribe to patreon for so much as two pound a month minimum you could see me do a sexual Monday morning podcast. So erotic, so sensual, sexual, and also just me in my dining room. And I just, yeah, the setup and stuff, It was because it, it's the last minute, it's just audio. So again, apologies. And you know what? It's been, it has been a fun week. Um, again, my, my, my prep for the podcast this week is, uh, is WIC. And um, I just feel like... I'm going through the motions a bit, but again, this is sometimes what um you get whenever you're 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 a podcaster. You know, sometimes you're on fire, things are going great, 
and other times you've had a wee bit of a last minute curveball and you have to just get in and do it, you know, and this is what this is where we're at. And this is what we're gonna do. Plug it out now. The dog is sniffing around like as if maybe he maybe he might do a piss. Now he's sniffing around near the um extension lead, which if he were to piss on that he would die. The house would go on fire and it'd be a bit of a disaster. So let's hope he knows his surroundings. Vinny. The guy just there's no chill. There you got like I know I'm, I sort of speak a bit about the dog from time to time on podcasts, especially on my, my Patreon exclusive Dog Walks with Davy, which is just a new thing I've started doing, which if I'm out walking a dog, I'll just record some stuff. I did one this morning, and it was a lot of fun. He did, did far too many shits this morning, far too many. And um, there we go. He's come to sit at my feet. He's down. He's on his ass. And then he went, fuck him, fuck him. Fuck him. There he is. Just fuck him. You all right, mate? What have you got now? What have you got? What even is that? What even is that dog treat or is that what? He got, he got, it looks like he's got a berry off a bush, which... Uh, the f- how the fuck's he got that? Like a holly bush? Dogs are just fucking idiots, aren't they? They're the greatest things alive, but they're also fucking idiots. Um. So yeah, anyway, I'm off of the game. I'm in the dining room. And um, did I even have this? Is the thing I think did I even have any prep for this week? Probably not. Probably the one week that would have actually helped to have prep. I've I've done nothing. I was going to talk about the uh, the the those tapes or those like files that came out about the politicians um being crooked and I was gonna, and everyone being like, oh look at the politicians or the politicians are fucking um. Dodgy, and it's going to be like, oh whoa, get into that a bit. But realistically speaking, all politicians at any level are going to be dodgy, aren't they? So I don't think it would have been that revolutionary, <laughs> you know that that groundbreaking a um, a piece. But yeah, I just think you know you know my view on politicians. I think they're the worst guys. Um. And what I do, what I have discovered though, is of something in my notes, which I, I mean, this is the level of prep you you get on this podcast and the level of of switch ups between me and me. So I want to talk. Listen, I want to talk about corruption. I want to talk about politicians not pay, paying their taxes. I want to talk about, um, I want I want to talk about the Blairs being dodgy, Tony and Cherie a little bit dodgy. I want to talk about that. But also, failing that, with lack of knowledge, I want to talk about a woman who almost dies after high-cut jeans give her a wedgie. That was another story that I've got in my notes. A woman in North Carolina has told her followers on TikTok about a shocking story involving her high-waisted jean shorts and a trip to the intensive care unit. Three years ago, Sam started going out on a date. And st- I know she, she was going on a date. She didn't start to go out on a date. Hopefully, she went on a date. She did and got the, the atomic wedgie and nearly killed her. Um... She started to notice she was feeling particularly uncomfortable around her. I love the, I love how these articles are worded. She started to feel a little uncomfortable. At, you would say around her nether regions. She started to feel a little uncomfortable around her nether regions. No. She started feeling particularly uncomfortable around her, well, arse area. 
She didn't think much of it at the time, just tried to enjoy her date. But when she woke up the morning after, she realised all was not well. Um, here's a video, you can't see, it's been made private on TikTok. Which, you know what, is why I'm not on TikTok, which is, is also a lie, because technically the podcast is on TikTok, but Ben runs that snake rat, so... Go if you if I'm on TikTok if you're on TikTok look for the Slag Eye podcast and, and and you'll see clips that again I've said it I'm too old to go on TikTok Ben as producers like you gotta be on TikTok gets numbers and I'm like yep yeah, they're all fake you get like five million views on a video and ten new people listen to your podcast and you go here that's not a good percentage but anyway speaking to Buzzfeed in her incident she explained the timeline the timeline goes like this. I went on a full day date with this guy I was newly dating and realised I was wearing a very uncomfortable clothes. Sam had essentially pulled her jean shorts up too high and the resultant wedgie has caused a lesion. She goes on to explain, I felt very sore and started to feel ill. Um, not just 100%. That night I noticed that a large bump where the chafing had occurred. As time went on it started becoming more painful. The pain was isolated to one spot and felt like throbbing. Oh, why? Oh, stabbing pain. I didn't see that's a new, li- a new line. Felt like a throbbing, stabbing pain. I was prescribed some antibiotics and sent her away. However, the morning after receiving the prescription, Sam suddenly went into what she later found out was septic shock, which sounds like a wrestling finishing move. Oh my God, he's been dropped with a septic shock. And for some reason, a tag team wrestling finisher, like the Doomsday Device, the septic shock, um, which I'm sure would be would be would be gruesome in some way. Vinny said, "Dogs just plodding around here." Probably picking up on the mic, your big friggin' feet like a lion. Um, a deep infection of the skin. She got a deep infection of the skin, was rushed to the emergency room. At one point, she even faced what was known as debridement surgery, i.e., having the infected part of the bum cut off. I mean, I would dis- I would like to hope that debridement surgery is is a specific area cut off and I hope that's not the exact name for if you ever need anything cut off your bum or he got debrided last night what happened there he had his arse cut off um, you know what's annoying about this I should have got my wife on the podcast I'm at home should have got her on but she's gone to bed and it's and it's what not even 9 o'clock yet she's back working you, get, you can't have to tell maternity leaves over eh? she's back working in the morning 6 o'clock looking after all the all the and he said the plebs of the world, all the fucking no, all the sick people with sore bones. Finny, you all right, mate? So I'm sorry if I get distracted by this dog. He hasn't been in this room. This is like our good room in the house. And um, listen to him. What are you doing? Just lie down, would you? Um, so she's not used to going back to work. So she's oh my god, he's drilled all over me. He's like fucking Beethoven. Finny, right. Remember I said he's going to piss in the extension box? He's licking it. Vinny. Vinny. Just sit down. Sit. Good man. Now lie down. That's a good boy. Listen to the noise. This is his big ribs. He's just a big twat, isn't he? So yeah, she's not used to getting up in the morning. So rather than staying up to like normal adult time, like at like half ten at night, she goes to bed at six. Six o'clock in the evening before the kids. It's like, I can't fucking cope with it. I have to work in the morning. Fuck you and fuck you and fuck you. Like, why are you fucking all three of us? There's four of us in this house, including the dog. You fuck him too. He goes, well, guess what? Fuck him. I fuck her too. Goldfish too. Off she goes to bed. Um, But I should have got her on the podcast. I should have got her down and asked her what debridement um, is. You know what? 
I'm going to actually, I'm going to put send her a voice note here, um, and see and see what her take on it is. Um, as a nurse, let's see, she she mightn't listen to it. Um, let's see. Hold on, put send her a voice note. Catherine, I'm recording the podcast here, and I would have probably found it useful to have you on it to ask this question, but I'm going to ask anyway. And please send me a voice note. Is debridement surgery something that involves the removal? of a specific part of the body that's infected or is it a specific surgery to remove your bum send me a voice note back and thank you um so let's see if she listens to that um it's on the double ticks will she listen to it i do not know i'll probably hear it through the roof anyway if she does i'll keep a wee eye on that um and hopefully she doesn't say something scunnering on the podcast make a dick of me um but yeah so debridement right here we go <clears throat> anyway she had infected part of her bum cut off. Luckily, the doctors were able to attend to her in time, and although she may have had her pride bruised by constantly having to show my ass, um, to the doctors every day, she was able to recover in the ICU, avoid surgery, and live to tell a pretty scary tale, albeit an amusing story. I mean, you know what? I'd, I'd seen the title there. Woman almost dies after a wedgie. And basically what it is, she's in an uncomfortable pain, and she couldn't didn't even have surgery, so... You know, if anything, she's over dramatic. Um, I would actually like to know people like embarrassing call like a great show used to be on Netflix for whatever reason is no longer there. A thousand ways to die, um, was just a load of different ways people died, and also what was the other one? A thousand ways to die, and I don't know something embarrassing deaths. Let's see some of these. Oh no, embarrassing celebrity deaths. No, we'll not, we'll not, we'll not go there because it's pretty offensive. Oh no. Vinny, number 13, anonymous horny man and woman, which by the way, if you're dead, disrespectful on, on, on his, um, on his uh, gravestone, an anonymous horny man. In 1986, a woman was found in Dayton, Ohio, naked and trapped under the corpse of her lover. The couple had been making love in their car, which was parked in the upper story of a garage. During sex, he died, collapsing on her and pinning her to the back seat of the car. By the time she was discovered under his decomposing body, she was suffering so badly from the effects of dehydration and hypothermia that she died too within hours of her rescue. I mean, wow. That's um, just pretty gross. Um... Let me see. Oh no, some of these are just horrendous. And this one, again, obviously just the anonymous horny people are one thing. But then some people have names. And the actual people who have died. Robert Earl Jones. Before obesity became a modern plague, being ridiculously overweight held enough novelty value to make 486 kilogram Robert Earl Hughes a minor celebrity. However, when the flab-related death came in 1958 at the age of 32, Hughes' dispatch from the mortal world was lacking in any dignity. He had to be hoisted from his deathbed by a crane and buried in a coffin made of a modified piano case. I did just... You fat bastard, do you have any coffins? Nah. Stick him in a fucking grand piano case and say no more. Um, oh, no. Again, d- stop doing silly sex things. You know, this is obviously... I don't, this guy probably is known... But for this, he's known as the anonymous pig farmer. 
The body of a Romanian farmer, naked apart from a con to him, was found in a pigsty. A doctor pronounced the farmer died from heart failure, while the family tried to explain his unusual appearance at death was down to his fondness for pig wrestling. Well, that sounds like a euphemism, definitely. Um, now, this guy's name is uh, is either Abelard or Abelard Hatsons Hattensberger. And Abelard Hattensberger sounds like a, sec- a German sexual act. And believe it or not, the naked body of Abelard Hattensberger was found in the deck of his boat on Lake Big Easy in Germany in 1983. An autopsy showed he'd been struck by lightning, but couldn't explain why his groin was covered in grease. I mean, he's on a boat, having a good time. Oh no. Like, why are all these guys naked? The, the guy called Robert Eaton. Body of 60-year-old Robert Eaton was found naked and chained to an oak tree in the area outside Happy Valley, California. Police say the history of mental health problems. And he was always doing this sort of thing. It's dying. Like, that's a shit. That's a shit story. Um, Jesus, what? Are all naked? Oh, no. Is this just sexual? Let me see. Dieter Lortz, a 53-year-old photographer, was discovered in Stuttgart apartment with homemade electrodes attached to his testicles and a cock gag in his mouth. Oh, no. Police describe his death as, as an unusual but self-inflicted incident. You know, all, all self-inflicted and all nude. <laughs> Terence Simmons, the body of Terence Simmons from Oxford, was discovered, I love this phrasing, in a cocoon made of plastic bin liners. In a kinky solo sex game, he had just used a vacuum cleaner to suck all the air out of the bags and suffocated. Here's the thing. Just have a wank, guys. Like, the end result's the same. You, you, you squeeze one out and you feel great. Don't be... Like, why do guys have to, like... Like David Carradine, why is he wanking to death in a wardrobe? You know, just get into your bed. Lie down, do your bed. Hop, hop in the shower. You know, stand up in your bedroom. Get one out of you. On to the next one. You know, don't be like fucking... Imagine all the... Like, does, does fucking Terence Simmons have no family? That he's able to just wrap himself in bin liners and attach this contraption of a hoover to his fucking face and then suffocate himself while he's ripping the dick? Unbelievable. Um, well, well, here we are. Manfred Lubitz. The body of retired German electrician Manfred Lubitz was found in his apartment in Malaha wearing a handmade gadget that he called <laughs> the Orgasmatron. I mean, which is also a great song by um, by Motorhead. Let me, let me, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in trouble here because I'm going to look up on Apple Music Orgasmatron. Oh, no. Motorhead, there you go, Orgasmatron. That's going into my ear, ear, earphones here, not ideal. So what I will do is turn off my Bluetooth and get you some of this. Great sound. Um, this is why I need Ben, Snake Rat. Good tune. Thousand years of misery. 
给我完没了。And he's not said orgasm for one once here. Well, he says Orgasmatron anyway, that was a fucking waste of time. But Manfred Lubas was using a hammy gadget called Orgasmatron, a feature of vibrating mat, massage pads, electrodes attached to his dick. And he did, oh no, he died as a result of a power surge. Here's something I would say to you. See if you're ever having a wank. Don't detach your dick to the mains. That's all I would say. You know, don't detach your dick to the mains. Don't, Vinny, Vinny, the dog is now amongst all my, um, I mean, Speaking of a guy who's attached things to the mains, I've got a work computer plugged into charge. I've got my right on oh my the dog's tackling. Can I get a freaky big? He's a big fucking twat. I love him, but he's a twat. Um so yeah, got my work computer charging. I've got my work phone charging. Oh, and he's banged his head off the desk. I've got my um my other phone charge. It's just a great low I'm just an a tech nerd and I've got my computer on here and record this. Uh Oh no, Alex Mains was found dead at Hampstead Heath, Hampstead Heath in London, beauty spot, also a notorious place where men meet for gay sex. I mean, <laughs> gay sex is a really funny phrase to me, because all you need to do is say, hey, a man met another man for sex, you know, and then by proxy, it'd be gay sex. Like, gay sex is... a. F- Gay sex is a phrase to me that I don't think's necessary. The same as sex pervert. You know, you're not just gonna just be a regular. You, are, you if you're a perverted, you're a se- you are most likely a sex pervert. You don't need to. It's so emphatic. You're a sex pervert. Oh, this man is fucking another man in an act of gay sex. Well, just sex. You know, two men are fucking. You know, it is what it is. But I love that phrase. Just gay. Gay sex was where gay men meet for gay sex in a gay park with just a gay time. Um, but um, Alex Means was found dead in 1989 in Hampstead Heath, a notorious gay sex spot for gay men to meet for gay sex when he was discovered by an elderly dog walker. Means' body was naked aside from a Star Trek t shirt and a condom. On no tailing out of an orifice, which means he had a Star Trek t shirt and a Joe bag hanging out his arsehole. Um, an autopsy showed that he died from cardiac arrest, possibly related to the recent sexual activity. And we couldn't think of an image to put out there, so here are some I mean, obviously, heterosexual men enjoying a vacation. Yeah, now it's three very muscular, hairy guys having a hug. Um, so that that is fair. Let's see. Right. Apparently, <laughs> the number weird, the number one weirdest cause of death, is on a guy called Mahali Gubbus. Um, 
Hungarian painter, poet and sculptor Mihaly Gubas was killed when his one and a half ton sculpture, the woman with four breasts, fell on him. Gubas said the Chinese sculptor had been loading the 24 foot artwork made from sand into the back of a lorry in Mundelsheim, Germany. At one point during her attempt to transport the sculpture to an expedition, one huge tit fell violently off the piece. And when Mahali tried to push it back onto the body, the artist only succeeded in further pushing the entire structure off balance, causing it to fall on him. He was crushed and died instantly. Because that isn't a very funny to end it on, we'd also like to point out that Mahali was, Mahali was always somewhat accident-prone. He'd be forced to give up his first career as a classical guitarist when an accident caused during the making of uh, screen prints resulted in him losing a finger. I mean, fair play to old Mahali Gobbus to make it to 58 because he sounds like a bit of a klutz. You know, what are you? I'm a classical guitarist. Oh, bollocks, cut my finger off. What a stupid bastard. But R.I.P. to Mahali Gobbus. And by the way, I've remembered the other TV show, Curious and Unusual Deaths and A Thousand Way to Die. Great, brilliant two TV shows. Now, where are they nowadays? I do not know. I hope they are um, going to be out again on Netflix soon. But if they're not, hey. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, I Lavery's Comedy Club's on tonight. And I'm sitting here in my fucking house. Um, at home, I should be there watching it. But I'm not, I'm here. And there we go. Guys, listen. I'll do. We're not really doing segments this week because it's not worth it. So you know what? I'm actually not. I've had some really good slide dig uh, comments this week, so I don't want to to waste them on this, which is just just basically me not wanting to quit. Just me not wanting to quit the podcast. I just want to make sure there's something for people to listen to because I know I know you like it. So, you know, we'll go through some listeners' questions. Now I may knock this dead about half an hour. Let's see. Janie has asked, what's your favourite comedy series? Have you watched Nighty Night, Early Naughties, but it's on iPlayer at the minute? You know, if by comedy series you mean sitcom. You bored, mate? The dog's just sitting there looking at me like, why the fuck have you locked me in this room? I roam free in the Serengeti that is the living room, the hall and the dining room. You should be trapped in the dining room, you piece of shit. Kitchen's an option, but he's like, I sleep in there. So I'm not going to fucking go in there when I don't have to. Fuck's sake. Um, all right, Finn? So miserable. Guy, miserable. Um, But anyway, my favourite, like, probably comedy series is da, 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 The Office, original UK Office. Wouldn't even watch the American one, even though I've heard it's great. Still won't watch it because I'm stubborn, I'm bitter and I'm old. But I love The Office. I love Extras as well. I thought it was very funny. Big Peep Show fan. Have the full series of Peep Show. Like to watch that. Um, and you know what? Another series that I, I really I really enjoy, and some people would be like, load of balls, 
Derry Girls. You know, it's it's a fun show, but also it as a show is better for the entire comedy scene in this country. You know, it's it's put accents from here on the on the wider market and made it accessible and it's sort of taken a taboo away from comedy here, which some people are like, can't be putting that fucking accent on. But now thanks to Dairy Girls out there. So love Dairy Girls now too. Um but yeah, my favourite too would be The Office and Peep Show. And I just started watching Seinfeld last week on Netflix. So, you know, I'll maybe work through that. But I've been dying to watch the Squid Games. But my wife doesn't want to watch it. So that means I have to watch it on the snake. So it means I have to watch it like after I finish this podcast. Or on my phone in bed with my earphones in privately. But then I get my earphones in. She's like, you're breathing really loud. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? She's like... I don't know, just whenever you're watching something, you breathe like a pervert. I'm like, maybe I'm just, maybe I've got the orgasmatron attached to my dick while I'm watching. All right, maybe that's what's going on. Maybe you should go down and have a look. And she'd be like, oh no, disgusting. So yeah, they're my two, <laughs> my two favorite shows. Um, Let's see. Johnny Stevenson. Oh, <laughs> he's so funny. He says no. What a... That's the worst banter. Shane Todd does that on Twitter too. If I put out podcast questions, do you have any questions? No. <laughs> Fucking arsehole. Just focus on his own podcast. Stupid bastard. Um, John Joe said here about the guy um, who got jail time for injecting himself or injecting a random with his semen. Now, oh, these sort of guys kick about all the time. Just go around and just do stupid things. Like spunk in a... These incel guys just, like, spunk their load in a fucking needle. What are those things called? Oh, I can't remember on needle. Oh, Jesus, I'm coming across as a stupid bastard. Syringe. You know, and just jump up people in the ass, stab them. But no, I haven't heard that. Um, if it was literally just injecting from the source... Which would also be inappropriate. Um, I haven't heard that, but I'll definitely keep an eye out for it. Um, and Sharon has asked brilliantly, "What's my favorite Northern Irish like phrase? Any phrase? And uh, for me, I like a uh, bollocks. Uh, bollocks is a personal favorite of mine. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm not a wild fan of it. I get why, like." I don't know, am I Am I just grumpy? Is that it? Am I just a grumpy guy? Because there's a lot of, like, see any sort of, like, comedy that comes out of here. It's like, oh, this, there's a new, the new star of Northern Irish comedy. And it's somebody coming up being like, and then I went here, and I ended up in Lurgan. <laughs> oh, he was a hun, and he was a fiend. <laughs> oh, that shite bores life out of me. Hate it. Anyway. I hope you've appreciated, not enjoyed, I hope you've appreciated the effort that went into just recording here, Sans the Sinecrat, and hopefully you tune in next week. Um, my wife fully just hates me and hasn't listened to the voice note of Centre, and you know what, I will just leave it, I'll not delete it, because then she'll be like, what is it, why did you delete it, just send me something by accident, what are you trying to do, you, you having an affair, and I'll be like, yes. I have so much time in my life 
Do you have a fares? Don't even have time to see your fucking mug, let alone another one. So anyway, guys, thank you if you enjoyed this. If you really enjoyed it, get on to the Patreon where I do a bonus podcast every Monday, which is always better and more prepared than this, but it's a similar sound quality. So, you know, it's all good. And um, you can check out the Dog Walks with Davey podcasts, which are, there's just loads of them. I think another one went up today. That's all good. And there'll be plenty of new stuff coming up in the next 30 days when I leave work. So be excited. Fuck me. Buy, buy tickets to my Ulster Hall show, December 17th. It's going to be great. I can't wait for it. And also Modest Beer sponsor the podcast. And it's a delicious beer. Now available in the Sunflower Pub on tap. That is exciting. Guys, take care. And we'll be back to normal routine next week. Peace.